What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the TT Podcast. It's episode number 60. Today, I am joined by hey, Prince yeah. and Ace. Hello. How are you guys doing? Very well. I'm good, thanks. Your, your new year off to a good start, hopefully? Mm. Well. Yes, yeah, hello, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's been kind of my feeling, too. Like, the first thing I ended up doing was getting hideously sick, and uh, that lingered for a little while. Yeah, so... Yeah, but there's so some, far, other than that, there's some killer fluke okay. over here or something as well. I think, but I've luckily yeah. managed to avoid it so far. But no, my luck, I will get it at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how that usually goes. Um, so we've got a, I don't know about, it's kind of a big chunky sort of show for you today. Um, there's not a lot of news. Yeah, it's kind of meaty, like a like a big meaty kebab. Uh, <laughs> Um, there's not a lot of news going on. Uh, it's kind of quiet right now, but, uh, our topic of the week is going to be quite dense. We've got a lot to go over. Um, so let's get down into it with the news. Uh, so Sony has moved, uh, this past holiday season, 5.9 million units, uh, which is pretty solid. And they have now reached over 73.6 million units lifetime. Nice. Good amount, man. Yeah. That's a pretty hefty uh, chunk of units. I mean, uh, it, I don't know how many more years I, the PS4 will have, but definitely a, a good place right now. Well, I mean, so uh, the PS3, if I'm not mistaken, did somewhere around 80 million in its entire well, run. It's about twice as, um, I mean, had about twice as many years. So. Right, exactly. I mean, it, that... That was uh, eight years before the PS4 came out. And right now we're sitting just a little over four, right? Um, so for it to be almost at that mark in four years is pretty impressive. Um, and with how they've been moving units, they'll probably break the 80 million mark hmm, yeah. this summer, I would guess. Uh, um, yeah, two seasons, possibly, yeah. Two off seasons. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think it's going to be a, they'll hit their 80 million and it, they very well may end up topping the Wii's hundred million, mm-hmm. depending on how long the PS4 is around. My, my personal take is that it would probably behoove them to sort of go in the direction that Xbox is going with this kind of, um, you know, they, they've got so many games, sorry, so many consoles out in the wild that, have so many games that trying to do an iter- iterative console at this point would kind of make a lot of sense. I think oh, that's controversial. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, what, what I want them to do or not, I, I think that they would be able to, I think, continue this momentum a lot better by doing that rather than restarting and making a new console generation at a time like this. All right. Let's come back to that another day. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a very <laughs> deep conversation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, uh, in sales news, the PSVR, PSVR has hit uh, 2 million units, which Sony is pleased with, and Sony expects uh, about 130 more games to come, uh, which is pretty awesome. Uh, right now, there, there's only about 150 PS4 VR games as yeah. it is. So, so they're saying that they're they'll to... pretty much double it in the next year. Not a bad yes. promise for So, yeah. 
So it's nice that they're happy with how things are going. I'd say 2 million units is pretty good for a, a peripheral that basically costs the same as the console. Um, even the upgraded version yeah. of the console, it costed the same. So, <laughs> And they've had two iterations of the hardware now mm-hmm. where they made some improvements. Yep. That's mm-hmm. pretty good. Uh, the I, I did just see the Vive Pro, which is apparently going to be wireless, I guess. Mm-hmm. They were just talking about it at CES, I think. But we still have no idea when that's actually coming. Right. So, if PSVR hopefully... made a wireless... When I saw the PSVR trailer, I was yep. thinking... Uh, I kind of would jump in if there was a wireless version because that would yeah. be much more approachable. That was exactly my thinking. I guess it's just the lag and stuff, isn't it? But if they can do it for the Vive, yeah. <clears throat> see how well it does, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, apparently for the Vive Pro, a huge part of that is they're using Intel technology of some kind, is some kind of. Uh, HD Wi-Fi something. It's or not other a great to, to make um, time for Intel technology right now. Or with the, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> a huge well, or or indeed any CPU to some extent. Yeah, Intel's more the brand, right. I suppose, but nonetheless. Yeah, but the, the idea of yeah, that's um, it, as I understand, we're not going to get too sidetracked in in deep tech. But as I understand yeah. it, that's because of predictive technology, which is probably the first thing they would reach for if they were going for VR uh, lag issues, right? If they were trying to reduce lag, mm-hmm. they'd probably want something predictive. But predictive was the cause of this whole drama. So, insecure, yeah, fast but not secure. Exactly. So <laughs> I don't know. Priorities, right? Well, yeah, yeah. But um, regardless, it's pretty nice that they're feeling comfortable. I'm wondering, my only thing is um, how how well are, is this working out for the people developing mm-hmm. the games? Uh, if they're expecting another, you know, if they're expecting to essentially double their library, though, I guess the developers must think that it's viable too. I so mean, it's, I suppose I'd say because it's been more than a year since PSVR launched. So to say that they've got the same support that they used to have is both positive and negative, depending on how you look at it, like glass half full, glass half empty situation. Because you could say um, they managed to reconvince the same people because there aren't really convincing results yet and the sales are up. But on the other hand, they haven't managed to get loads of people on board because, um, again, there aren't convincing results saying it's a success and the sales aren't up enough to say that it's filtering through to profits. So. Yeah, and I, I definitely think that you're seeing exactly that from like the types of games that are being released. That's why you're not seeing a whole bunch of like huge developers getting in on mm. this because usually they're the ones that are risk averse, uh, at least more so than the smaller studios who are willing to you know give anything a try or have grand ideas or whatever. Yeah. Um, usually, see them taking the the risks, uh, mm. and so that's kind of being borne out right in front of us that you don't have these big studios willing to take that risk but at the same time it is stable enough it seems that some people are interested it could be like a vr situation i'm sorry a vita situation where it's like it becomes a Mm -hmm. platform for a smaller um set of developers like in on the vita case it was more of like a japanese rpg kind of scene in the end but on the VR, it could be like an indie or innovative scene. I mean, there's nothing. Um, well, there's a lot to look forward to in innovation, especially when the hardware is innovating at the same time. So that could be a good thing. 
And, and, you know, it's kind of funny to think that because uh, when that happened with Vita, I think it's kind of a surprising thing because the the technology is being touted as, you know, like the future and everything. Yeah, like AAA games on the go. Exactly. Exactly. And then to have this happen again with another future tech item mm. and then have it really embraced by like the indie crowd is kind of interesting. Yeah. Well, let's see. I suppose um, a lot of people would like to see a AAA game on, uh, on PSVR. I don't think that's very likely, at least not in the next year. But the closest thing we had, I have to admit it now, is was place, um, Resident Evil 7 VR. That was the closest thing you had to a VR game, a AAA game made yeah. for VR, because it basically was really good on VR. So, Yeah, and they, they seem to be pleased with how it did, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. But then again, I mean, it, it also was kind of hybrid. It went both directions, so it kind of benefited, you know, they, they were probably... They weren't putting all their eggs in that basket. Mm. So, you know, they didn't need as high a number for success Absolutely. as they would have otherwise. Well, it was a, a AAA game in the traditional sense, but it mm. embraced VR to the point where it had all of that. It had um, all of its cake, and it also got mm. to, to be like a tentpole VR game as, without mm. compromising its sales on any other platform. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you're necessarily going to see it this year, but if big games start getting in mm. on this, I, I think it's going to be a lot of those types of deals. It's going to be the more methodical games like that in a first-person perspective mm. or whatever, kind of doing both a traditional game and having support. Yeah, let's hope. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, we also did get the most downloaded PSN games, um, which is actually kind of an interestingly boring list. Uh, so the list for these games, oh, I thought I had the list for Europe too. Uh, so the PS4 games, it's got um, the list goes Call of Duty, World War II, Destiny 2, uh, Friday the 13th, The Game, which actually I'm kind of surprised is yeah, on there. Uh, I mean, it was mostly, I mean, you could only actually download it, but to see it on here at all is just kind of stunning. Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Grand Theft Auto V, NBA 2K18, Rocket League, Minecraft, PlayStation 4 Edition, Madden, NFL 18, and Ghost Recon Wildlands. Mm -hmm. And then uh, for Vita, you've got God of War Collections, uh, Ad Adventure Time, The Secret of the Nameless Kingdom, Jack and Daxter Collection, Minecraft, PlayStation Vita Edition, Persona 4 Golden, which is, wow. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> one of the best games on Vita, so. Sure, sure. It's <laughs> just, I mean, that was, um, well, four, what, that came out four years ago, right? Ago. So. Yeah. Uh, Salt and Sanctuary, uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted, Ratchet and Clank Collection, Star Wars Battlefront 2, and PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. And then finally, we've got our VR games. We've got Job Simulator, Super Hot VR, PlayStation VR Worlds, I Expect You to Die, Batman Arkham VR, The Elder Scrolls V, Skyrim VR, Fruit Ninja VR, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, and Drive Club VR. Mm -hmm. Um, just to uh, mm -hmm. to add info to what you said, um, Persona 4 Golden came out 2000, November 2012. So yeah, it is an old game, mm -hmm. but so is the Vita, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
it's uh, it's just impressive that people are still uh, jumping mm-hmm. in on that. I, I imagine it's probably due to um, Persona Five. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people went back to go find out what the fuss. Now that they were <laughs> in, they were in with the cool crowd now. What Golden was about. Yeah, you get it. You're awake. <laughs> I, I would say that. Do you guys see anything? Oh, I was just going to say that officially. That, I mean, this concludes that Friday the Thirteenth is a better game than Grand Theft Auto Five. No questions. <laughs> Come yeah, at me. Absolutely. Okay, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's. Uh, I just. It's popular, isn't it? It's, it's good mean, for for like multiplayer and for playing by yourself. Friday the Thirteenth is. Yeah, I think I think it's um, and maybe this is why I'm surprised. I think it's just a uh, fun Twitch game. Like, I think a lot of people are like streaming and whatever, and having a good time with that, and laughing with friends, and you know, party games and stuff like that. So good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's really the only surprising addition at this point. I mean, you might be surprised that. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands was on there, but if you've been keeping track, that game has been actually selling surprisingly well throughout mm-hmm. the year. Um, so, if you've been listening to us, you'll know. You'll be in the know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think that's uh, those are really the only two things on there that I'm actually kind of surprised by. Were that Persona Four is on there, and um, that Friday the Thirteenth was. Oh, Rocket League! I mean, <laughs> that, that thing is still going. To yeah. You. I, I, oh, I'll, I'll tell you what else I like. Um, on the VR list, really good games have have sold well. Like Job, well, Job Simulator I, I, is basically the VR game I want to play, and Super Hot, of yeah. course, is Super Hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard it was one of the the best games to play in VR because even though you understand the concept of what that game mm-hmm. is traditionally, when you play it in VR, it's just a fundamentally different feeling game. Yeah. Uh, so that's pretty cool all right so uh that's actually it for the news uh so we're gonna jump into the topic of the week which is uh out with the old and in with the new uh so which games coming up are you excited for and are there any that you are looking forward to catching up on so maybe we'll start with that last part first maybe one or two games okay what are you like looking forward to getting out of the way because right now january is still kind of quiet So, uh, I, I kind of would love to have time to play Okami, uh, HD. Um, but I've been saying that for like three months and I still haven't. So mm-hmm. but I heard yeah, that the, I, the PS4 version is released to good uh, reception. So that's good. Yeah, certainly. I would like to get in on that. I need to, um, also, gets to Wolfenstein because that's probably the biggest that. And then um, Assassin's Creed origins, which a lot of people have really liked. Mm. And I kind of passed over. Um, Those are really unsurprisingly, I I managed to keep up fairly well. Most of the year, there's still some games that I want to go back to like Neo and near, but I've actually played those. So I at least, you know, have an idea. I've gotten an ending on near. So uh, I really want to, yeah, I heard there's, <laughs> there's, there's only, you know, more than well, there's a lot more than I expected when I heard how many endings there are. Yeah, uh, so I, I do want to get back to that and uh, at, at some point eventually, but uh, I want to get in on Wolfenstein and um, Assassin's Creed, especially Wolfenstein because I feel like that's something that I can knock out in short order. Mm. So eventually, I'll get around to that. I would say the only other Anything? two games I have um, 
I want to, well, I particularly want to make time for are um, the headline PlayStation Plus game, which is like probably going to cost me like 80 hours at the rate I play it. And um, the sequel yeah. to the other headline PlayStation Plus game, which I still haven't bought, but this year I, I surely will get it. Yeah, yeah. And the second one that you're talking about, I'm assuming, is yeah, Batman. Batman. Yeah, well, yeah. I, the, Sorry, I spoilers. want to get the second one, and that came out in 2017, but I still haven't bought it. So. I, I classic telltale that, and uh, I bought it and played the first episode, God, and now man. I'm sitting there. I've only played the first episode, which is true of at least at least three series that I can think of offhand. So, Yeah, I mean, you paid uh, for the full season, didn't you? And then it went on sale, but you still hadn't played it. Yes, exactly, yeah. exactly. That's always how it goes. So uh, what about you, Ace? Is there anything you're looking forward to catching up on? Um, uh, Lego games and stuff that I started in the uh, 12 Days of uh, Christmas Two Trophy Challenge. Um, uh, I've got most of the Lego Marvel ones done, but I did go back and start Lego Marvel Super Heroes, the original, on PlayStation Mm -hmm. for a couple of easy trophies, I think, for the challenge. So I've got that one to finish, as well as the... Superheroes 2 one, which uh, is pretty good. I, mean, I haven't played a lot of it, just what I needed to do for the challenge, and um, it, it was really good, so I'm looking forward to going back to that one. I'm hoping what with the acquisition of Fox by Disney, uh, we might get um, some more Fantastic Four characters and X-Men back in it, because although they That's were true. in the first one, in all the sort of Lego, Avenger, Marvel ones since then, they've not had um, a presence because of the whole animosity with fox <laughs> so I just, uh, just to to jump in there did the fox disney go, deal go ahead or was it blocked uh it, it has been neither at okay. the moment it's still going ahead but i'm sure there'll be challenges but i think that people are saying that the deal may not actually even get finished this uh, year uh just because it's so cumbersome yeah. um but I think that a lot of those rights might not even be affected by the Fox deal, uh, just because a lot of that stuff is uh, like game rights to the characters was separate from uh, yeah. the movie rights in a lot of instances. I, yeah, I don't I, think I, it was a rights thing. I think they just they preferred to do it so as not to cause confusion. Yeah. Well, yeah, because I, 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 I mean, were... same thing with the um, with the comics. They kind yes. of were favoring certain things and kind of yeah, not you doing my much back. with like, X Men. I scratch yeah. yours, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. So um, yeah. So um, looking forward to doing those and and just um, anything that's multiplayer. That's uh, I've got left to do. Yeah. So you're you're what you're catching up on is trophies. It sounds <laughs> yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Trophies. All about them trophies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very appropriate. (laughs) All right, so uh, let's talk about the future. There are a lot of games that are coming out this year that you probably want to play. There's probably some games coming out this year that you want to play that you don't even know Mm -hmm. yet because you haven't even heard of them. Um, Obviously, we can't talk about those. (laughs) We can't because uh, we we made a promise in the future that we wouldn't disrupt the timeline. Yeah, and and if we do disrupt the timeline, then our future selves will have to come back and kill us. Then it's yeah, just that happened pretty. to me once before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's let's start out with uh, a way out, which is coming out March twenty third by Hazelight Studios, which is the um, the two guys breaking out of prison. Um, it's a strictly two player mm-hmm. game. 
you have to play with players. You cannot play by yourself. What's the, the progression yep. from brother, brothers, a tale of two sons. And in that game, certainly yeah. there was, there was gameplay function to having to play as two people and story mm-hmm. function. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is clearly a kind of a continuation of ideas in some fashion from that, it seems. Uh, and it's going to be having, uh, what was it? The, the second player doesn't actually have the have to have the game. You can sort of share it with them. They can download something yeah. or whatever. So you only need one copy to be able nice. to play it. Interesting. Yep. Yeah. So that's coming ah. out on March 23rd. Presumably the other person who doesn't have the full game is not going to unlock trophies, I'm guessing. Mm, good question. <laughs> not, not that I'm trophy mad. I'm just saying that's probably, probably not. would be my guess. Yeah, that... That kind of makes sense, unless they bought the full version or something like that. Yeah, I'm actually looking forward to that. Uh, they might, they might save it though. They, they might actually save that data, so you might actually be able to play it and get all of the trophies, sort of, but they won't unlock until you buy the game. Oh, you mean Retro-active like a trophy. upgradable demo? Yeah, yeah, kind of, exactly. So they they might actually save all the flags in the in the game save, and so if you buy the full version of the game, when you boot it up, it'll unlock whatever trophies you've actually Possible. earned. But maybe I, I wouldn't get my hopes <laughs> up though. Uh, we also have Anthem coming out, uh, supposed to be coming out quarter four of this year uh, from Bioware, which looked neat, but. God only knows what it's actually going to be It's kind of uh, assuming to be something cross between Destiny and Mass Effect, uh, but with a bit more wild in it. Um, what yeah. game would you would you describe hmm. for that urban that jungle thing? Like Crisis, I guess. Uh, Turok. Turok. <laughs> I don't think there are dinosaurs. <laughs> actually, are there monsters in Anthem? I assume okay. so. Well, we'll see. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm a fan I, of the I'm original. Mm. To rock? Yeah. The, the originals were good. I like those. The good old N64 days, but I'm not too sure about the... Uh, mm. Yeah. The... Yeah, it's definitely got a, a post-apocalyptic wildland type mm. vibe going on, too. So mm. we'll, we'll see. Like, I, I really want to see how it plays. Well, uh, that could be a lot of fun. It's definitely a AAA game. Not... So... It's, Definitely. Whether it's a big success or a moderate success, um, it will still sell very well. And it will still be good, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Yep. Un- unless there's some kind of crazy backlash because they put tons of loot boxes well, in it. Unless there's some it kind was, of crazy was, backlash because the faces are awkward or whatever. But it will still be a good game. So. Dirty yeah. word, loot boxes. Mm-hmm. There's also uh, Biomutants coming out this year from THQ Nordic. Mm. I don't know if you've seen that. That's the one with uh, like the thing that the, the weird character that's like rocket out of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, with the eye patch and the giant sword and whatever else I can't remember. Oh, but yeah, it's it's basically supposed to be some kind of weird RPG something or other where you like play as some kind of intelligent animal species with like cybernetic enhancements and weird stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um there is gameplay of it now, I think, which I would check out because if I remember, it looked pretty interesting. Yeah, we'll see. I think we need to know more about that before. Absolutely. That's probably towards uh, the end of the year that will come. So, 
Yeah, I don't expect that anytime soon. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it slipped until 2019, though. I don't know if uh, THQ Nordic has that kind of leeway. I don't imagine that they have that kind of room in their budget for that kind of thing. So, yeah. uh, Code Vein is coming out this year by Bandai Namco. I don't really know much about it, honestly. It's, it's a game I, which has a very Japanese vibe to it, and it has um, mm-hmm. like a it appears to have a gameplay um, basis that's sort of um, third-person action, but very difficult, very punishing, and very precise. Mm. And I'm not going to name the series that everyone says that it's like, because that's a faux pas. Bayonetta. <laughs> but no, it's more slow-paced oh, and like um, deliberate than uh, Bayonetta. It's more like... Neo? Yeah, like Neo. Like Neo. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. That's the one everyone thinks of. That has like more mm-hmm. games. Like, Ninja Gaiden, right? Right, kind like, of in that vein. No. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah, well, yeah. So that could be good, possible. Yeah. Uh, T- so THQ Nordic also has another game coming out, uh, Dark Siders Three, which I'm happy is actually a thing because I I do enjoy the Dark Siders franchise, and I was surprised. So. Not entirely surprised. THQ was a big company, and obviously it was going to go down. And then I was a little bit worried that Darksiders wasn't going to go anywhere, but somehow they managed to work something <laughs> out, and now they're making Darksiders. Somehow stuff, they so managed pretty- to need it enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that that's a thing that's coming out. I, I can't remember. Uh, you play as another one of the horsemen, um, mm-hmm. and she has some kind of fire whip or something like that. Uh, Fury. Fury, yes, there we go. So I'm sure, I'm sure that will be at least enjoyable. Yeah, I think I mean, the, the first two games are just kind of like enjoyable, semi mindless action games. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Days Gone is theoretically coming out in 2018. I don't know that we actually have confirmation of that yeah. though, uh, but they kind of it's been quite a while. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Ben's been working on it for a long time. We um, so. we weren't able to verify the 2018s on Days Gone in time, um, but I'm sort of confident that it will come out in 2018, maybe towards the latter half. But they are obviously not forthcoming, um, so they may happily like push it back, careless, like nonchalantly push it back to 2019 and be like, "What you expected it?" Um, but you know, we can hope because that I'm sure will be. That, I feel like it's going to be one of my favorite upcoming games. Days Gone. I think my my personal guess is right now I feel like they are falling, like their projections are probably falling in the fall of this year, and I don't think they want to release it in the fall. Um, so right now they're trying to hit maybe, my guess, like a September timeline okay. for Days Gone, so that way they can beat out most of the games. Mm. Um, and so it kind of depends. I think if they're feeling confident, they might pitch a September 2018 release and hopefully not get delayed until like November, mm. or they'll hold on to it and not announce anything and then quietly say, oh, yeah, it's coming out in 2018. Oh, it got pushed to early 2019. Uh, <laughs> you know? yeah. well, oh, early gosh. in the year is a pretty good window. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it's punching as a triple A. It could easily keep up with the others, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if it, it it could be a runaway success, 
Uh, so, I, but it, I think it's going to be hard for it to get attention in the first place mm. is the problem. Especially in new so unless, little known studio. Exactly. So it would have zombies. to be spectacular to, to get noticed. Everyone does have zombies. By the way, I noticed mm-hmm. that uh, World War Z didn't make the list, but Days Gone has probably superseded it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what's up with that game. Well, anyone that's hyped about World War Z should definitely keep their eye on Days Gone in any case. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, I feel kind of bad for the World War Z people just because. I'm sure they probably started before they ever found out Days Gone was a thing, and that's just Days Gone is probably going to be the better yeah. version of that. And game. And that was a surprise announce. So, mm-hmm. uh, Death Stranding. Uh, I think Kojima was suggesting that it would come out in 2018. I'm not sure that anybody believed him. <laughs> so, because wasn't it something like it's supposed to come out before Akira, which was set in oh, 2019? Yes. I remember that. Or something like that. Yeah. So. Theoretically, it might come out in 2018, but I just I don't see yeah. a world where that happens. Nah. Well, if it did, I'd, I'd be ecstatic. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I guess. Good luck. <laughs> well, I mean, that game is going to come out finished. Like, it, I don't see a world where it's like gets rushed out. So if it comes out, then I trust it's going to be done. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, Detroit become human is coming out first half of this year from quantic dream. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mean, it looks good. I don't know really much else you can say about it. Cause we've seen the formula work and not work. Mm-hmm. So y- you don't know really what way it's going to go until it comes Actually, out. Actually, I like both. Um, I liked both beyond and heavy rain, but for different, they had, I think they played different strengths and I liked them both. Yeah, I, I don't think that I would say that Beyond is necessarily a bad game. I just know that for the most part, people were much more lukewarm mm-hmm. on that than obviously like Heavy Rain, which was yeah. pretty. I think they made a big extent. mistake going in that direction because what they did with Heavy Rain, it was much more open ended. Well, not only open ended, it was mm-hmm. much more branching. Whereas with Beyond, it was a very strict, like, linear narrative. Um, and you could have well, yeah from effects. jumping around. Sorry, exactly. Well, from jumping around and everything. Oh yeah, oh of... yeah. I suppose it's a non-linear narrative technically, but I mean, in terms of the yes, character yeah. progression, the character whole story is pre-written. It's really set for you before you begin playing the game. Whereas in Heavy Rain, you've got four characters, wasn't it? And they can have mm-hmm. different outcomes. Famously, they can die. Um, so, right. like the the story can go in different ways and you have much more control over it whereas in um the second game they went backwards and they gave you less control bad idea yeah yeah so like i said hopefully uh, i'm feeling confident about it so we'll, we'll see how that ends up going mm. well with detroit they've got again more characters and um so hopefully they've gone back to giving you more control yeah. Well, and yeah, and the the not jumping around thing, I think, is going to work. Wide audiences in general tend not to like that kind of thing. You don't love Memento. If you don't love Memento, we're done. No, I'm kidding. No, no. I'm a a diehard Star Trek fan, which means that I have to be okay with jumping around in time. (laughs) Those are like my favorite episodes. I love that kind of like time loopy and all that kind of stuff. Um, Anyways, (laughs) that's besides the point. Uh, uh, topic. 
Yeah. Dissidia Final Fantasy NT is coming out uh, uh, the 30th of this month. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's actually being done by Team Ninja, which I didn't know. Mm. I mean, that's good, but... <laughs> <laughs> let's be honest. I mean, I bought both Dissidia games, but let's be honest, the whole world ignored it, so no one's going to buy this. I am I was shocked that they announced another one was going to come out. Actually, so. I suppose when I say the whole world, I, I don't include Japan, because they have much more recognition for uh, fighting games and Final Fantasy games, but um, mm-hmm. Europe and North America ignored Dissidia. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, this one's this one seems to have more marketing behind it. Mm. So and the fact that it's on we'll home console is is a plus. That that's also true. I mean, it's going to come out on a you know a home console that's got seventy four million units. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of fighters, we've got uh, Dragon Ball Fighters Z. I think it is. I think it's Fighter Z. I don't know. Okay. Anyways, don't so that's fighters. Fighters. <laughs> Fight or sleep. I don't okay. know. It's coming out uh, January 26th by Arc System Works. Hmm. A lot of people are talking about it and are excited about it. I, I'm kind of eh, on it. Well, from what I understand, I think, the Dragon Ball games are good quality, but they're niche, very niche. Yeah, well, and this is different from a lot of the previous games, which were 3D fighters. Mm-hmm. This is a, a 2D fighter. So oh, I see. We'll see. We'll see how that works out. Um, I don't, I think I enjoyed the 3D. So going back to the 2D, I don't really see the appeal necessarily, but it could turn out to be fantastic. So we'll, we'll have to see how that comes out. Hmm. Dragon Quest 11 is coming out this year at some point by Square Enix. That's another That's cool. mystical, un- uncertain one, but uh, it's I'm, likely. Yeah, and I'm I'm excited for it. Because the last like real console Dragon Quest was eight, I think, right? Because I think nine was, wasn't it? Yeah, I think nine was a 3DS game, and then ten was an MMO. Oh wow! They did a Final Fantasy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Which is actually funny because I was I was writing this down. I was like, Dragon Quest Eleven didn't that already come out? Wasn't that an MMO? And I was like, No, no, no. Eleven was Final Fantasy. For Dragon Quest, it was ten that did the MMO yeah. thing. I got all. Well, things. when you've got that many games in a series, you've just got to make an MMO yeah. and just go for it. Yep. <laughs> uh, theoretically, Dreams is coming out this year. <laughs> yeah, right. Keep dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much pretty much exactly that. Um, hopefully, that'll come out. I mean, they they're actually talking about well, this is actually a game, and they did show a lot. Oh, was it PSX or? or um, it was after PSX. Uh-huh. Anyways, they showed some actual stuff, and that was kind of nice. <laughs> was it all so candy fluff and marshmallows and stuff? Uh, it wasn't exclusively <laughs> that. They did kind of um, show how the – they showed sort of the breadth of what you could create. Uh, they had one section that was like a 2D scrolling ship based shooter like the Raiden games and all mm-hmm. that. So uh, it's kind of neat that you can do that kind of stuff. I think this game is going to appeal to a very particular audience, yeah. and that's just what it's going to be. Now, I'd like to see someone create a Little Nightmares style level in Dreams, because obviously Little Nightmares invoked uh, Little Big Planet, the precursor to Dreams. So I'd like to see that kind of yeah. loop. 
Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Uh, what else? We've got Far Cry 5, which is got a firm release date. It's 27th of March, which is nice. That one was delayed because I think it was supposed to come out February. Mm-hmm. The, the hype train is uh, rolling on that one already. Uh, they've been pushing it lately, mm-hmm. too. Um, they've been very much kind of talking up the... They want this to be like the most lifelike cult in a video game or something like that. <laughs> it's like, well, you you go for it. Yeah, I was thinking about think it'll be Far Cry 5. It's very... Well, don't let me get too distracted, but it's very strange, the idea of where we are now, that um, in a game, you'll be um, predominantly killing Americans. Like, yes. How did we get... How does that acceptable uh, and then i thought to myself i didn't bat an eyelid when in assassin's creed syndicate i was killing fellow londoners and uh mm-hmm. well those were the bad guys i suppose so but it's come a long way from the days of um like you'd go and you'd go to in the far cry series in particular you'd go off to this far of country and kill these foreigners that you had no connection to whereas now um a lot of americans will be killing people of their own country you see yeah. It's very strange. Well, I mean, Wolfenstein kind of already did that. Didn't yeah. It? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Actually. But going yeah, from so, killing Nazis to killing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, somehow I don't think that um, the, the far right in America is going to be particularly happy with video games, but then again, usually they're not. So mm. uh, God of War is coming out uh, theoretically quarter one by Santa Monica studio. A lot of people are theorizing that it's going to come out in March, especially because I think if I'm not mistaken at some point in December, the, uh, I think it was Amazon accidentally leaked a like late March date, like the 27th or something like that, um, which actually worked as a, uh, a Tuesday release. Yeah. But one in seven chance of getting it right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? It's just usually the the placeholder ones are usually the very end of the quarter, mm. uh, which that Tuesday obviously is not. So oh. we'll see. Uh, I mean, if it's coming out in the first quarter, we're going to find out pretty soon. Yeah, well, they haven't released it on it yet, even though we're so close in theory. We'll see. When are, when are they going to announce that? Like, I mean, they've kind of run out of events. Exactly. The That's next- the thing. The next major event is E3. Feels like it will be a silent delay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, the yeah, mm-hmm. we'll see. Uh, Guacamelee Two is certainly in production, and I don't think it's going to take until 2019 to come out. But I, I don't know. I couldn't quite confirm that it's coming out in 2018. So I'm kind of just crossing my fingers on that one and mm-hmm. wanted to talk about it. <laughs> yeah, well, it was a fairly large. The first Guacamelee was a fairly large game uh, for an indie game, I suppose. Um, well, for its price point, it was a large game, I would say. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully that comes out this year. Uh, the Impatient, which is, if I'm not mistaken, the VR game by Supermassive is coming out. Um, that's the really super creepy one with the weird doctor dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's coming out, uh, depending on region, the 23rd, thir- the 23rd or 24th of January. Is that the one that was um, spin off to Until Dawn? Uh, yes. It's the third game in that universe, I think. Ah, uh, yes. I will see. I, I have not played 
either of the other two games and I don't have a VR headset. So my, my, I haven't really kept up with what's going on with inpatient. I, I suppose I wouldn't call that a triple A game. Um, but one people wouldn't call it until dawn a triple A game. It was like a B movie kind of game, but then it was mm-hmm. still very good and successful. So could be good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. Uh, kingdom hearts three might come out this year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm still firmly in. Uh, I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, "Yeah, theoretically, it's coming out. I'll believe it when I see it because I've already been waiting for uh, like 12 years or something at this mm. point." Like, yeah, when it comes out, it'll come out. Uh, Left Alive uh, is set to come out in 2018. I'm surprised that it's that far along. That's the uh, the mech game set in the Frontline universe. Yeah, I think this is. Um... I can't remember what it looks like, but I feel like this is one of the ones I made a note to myself that I need to keep an eye on. I, I, I love that just now Ace managed to unmute just long enough to cough. <laughs> Sorry. That's nah, not me. Nah. Someone else coughing in the uh, room. Okay, well, uh, gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, you were saying? <laughs> oh, I remember now. Uh, Left Alive is the one with uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid's um, Art. Yeah, designer. Yeah, yeah exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you look at the box art for that, it that's like classic Metal Gear. <laughs> like that, that looks like the original yeah. Metal Gear Solid. Uh, uh, yeah, that I do remember. There's also Spider Man. Definitely, I'm interested in that. It was a collaboration oh, yeah. of not just Metal Gear stuff, but a collaboration of different talents, Japanese talents. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man is coming out theoretically in the first half of this year. Uh, that's coming from hey. Insomniac. Again, that's another one of those where it's like, when is that going to come out? Because there's not a whole lot of time to like put a firm mm. release date on it. But I, mm. I feel like they really think that it's coming out in the first half. They've been so quiet on it, though. So, well, but they've wow. been very quiet on a lot of their games. Like a lot of the f- exclusive games that they've got coming out. It's like they they've been kind of very vague about release dates until they were right. pretty sure. Oh yeah, that's a good thing, I suppose, rather than give a date and delay it. But yeah. mm-hmm. so Spider-Man definitely one that I'm hoping will be outstanding. Yes. Yeah, I mean, Insomniac, it's hard yeah, to beat. Well, it, <laughs> it depends sure how they go with that, I suppose, but I'm hoping that it's one of their best works. Yep, Definitely. And I have to imagine they've got the A team working on it. It's Spider Man. So, well, yeah. they, as a studio, they are kind of um, needing something to revitalize themselves. So, if it goes well, good for us, but also good for them. It will go, it'll mean a lot for their future, I'm sure. Absolutely. Uh, Mega Man 11 is coming out. So, yay. I'm more excited, really, for the X collection, I'm going to be honest. I've just got like a major hankering to play that because. I think the last time I played a Mega Man X game, it was on PS2. So, yeah, yeah you can yeah. you yeah. can be excused to have another code. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's uh, so Mega Man Eleven is coming out in quarter four. The X Collection, I think, was supposed to be quarter one, but I'm not sure. Maybe first half. <laughs> Metal Gear Survive is coming out soon. Uh, that's coming either the 20th or the 22nd of February, depending on where you are. Um, the, uh, they're starting to show quite a bit of gameplay right now. So if you're interested, there's certainly stuff you can check out to see if, you know, 
it looks interesting mm-hmm. to you. It looks it looks a lot better now than it did before. <laughs> that's for sure. Needs to. I don't know. I uh, still yeah. reserve judgment on it. I feel like most likely it's not going to be very good. I'm thinking like um, Operation Raccoon City kind of thing, but at, oh, at the same time, uh, it could oh, be good. I don't know. Uh, so I don't want to condemn it before giving it a chance because that's just senseless. I, you know, so it kind of depends on how you look at it. I can see it being the Operation Raccoon City of the Metal Gear mm. universe. However, Generally speaking, I would say that the Metal Gear universe is uh, considerably considerably better than Resident Evil. You're coming at my Resident Evil, how dare you? I I, I love Metal Gear any day. I I just I just bought Resident Evil Four for like the fourth (laughs) time, so I love Resident Evil. But I I think I think really, you know, Metal Metal Gear Solid is one of the greatest series of all time. It's just is so you know i think it'll still be better than operation raccoon city but i think part of that will be because the foundation especially the engine that it's built on was already that solid well no pun intended but um Ah. of course everyone has been saying that uh metal gear is nothing without kojima so even though this isn't a real attempt at a core metal Mm. gear so they've kind of dodged that bullet by saying we're not making the next metal gear we're making this um but this will kind of make or break if they can do this successfully then they'll prove how we don't need you but if they can't then Mm -hmm. well they'll probably try again so (laughs) yeah i I can't imagine what i can't imagine what their internal goals look like because i feel like internal goals if it's super kojima yeah, well, it's like you know, if the the if they don't do well enough, then is that an indication that they don't that gamers don't want this game, or is it an indication that Metal Gear is dead? If it does too well, does Metal that mean Gear. they want more games like this, or are they going to go back to Metal Gear Solid, or like you know, like what's the roadmap look like yeah. based on sales projections? You know, uh, I'd assume it's not. Well, maybe it's decided, but yeah, from our point of view, we can't. We have to hope that it will only be intelligent. Yeah. There's another Metro game coming out. Metro Exodus is coming out in quarter four from 4A Games. Uh, I don't think we've seen a whole lot from it. Mm. If you're a fan, you're a fan. I, I think I mean that will certainly appeal to the people that like those games. I think nobody can question the quality of the Metro games. They've always got certainly reviews, not. but... Yes, definitely. It's a different tone, I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter World is coming out uh, January 26th. Hmm. Soon. Yeah, I'm interested. Soon. I want to I see what that's all about, because honestly, my biggest hurdle with Monster Hunter games have generally been that they have usually been handheld. Yeah. So I, I, I'm this usually time, not a handheld gamer. You don't even have to get a Wii U to play it, so... <laughs> Yeah. Uh Nino Kuni 2 is coming on March 23rd. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. Come on, don't be so quiet. <laughs> no, no. I, so the only problem is I haven't gotten around to playing the first Oh yeah, one. well that's like 100 hours that I haven't got time for, but I would like yeah. to. I mean like 2 years ago I probably told myself, yeah, that this year I'll play I'll play it, but mm. no. <laughs> I you know, I'm kind of concerned that Nino Kuni, the original, may not live up to those expectations. I just, I'm not sure. I have a bad feeling that it didn't age well. I don't. Right. Isn't it 
sort of reason. classic RPG anyway, so it's kind of old-fashioned anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah, I have no real reason to believe that. I just, I feel like if I play the second one, I won't be able to go oh, back to the yeah, first probably. one. Because, I mean, that was 2010, so, you know, like, yeah. you're looking yeah, quite true. a gap between if you go back. Was that long ago? Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that's why we, we've been very delayed in, you know. So. Yeah. That's why the, the topic of the week was games that you're going to catch up on. And obviously none of the games that we mentioned are actually going to be played this year. So, Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Persona Dancing, you've got Star and Moon. They released in Japan. They're going to release in Japan on the 24th of May. Mm-hmm. However... We don't know when they're coming west. Yeah. They're coming. We just don't know when. I mean, uh, since Dancing All Night released in June, and then I think it was later the same year that it released in the west. But there's no word of of a western release on this game. Yeah, I feel like the turnaround is going to be a lot faster than, obviously, like Persona 5. Yeah. So... Hopefully that's uh, that turns out to be true. <laughs> and that wasn't really too long. Mm. Well, they have to translate the dancing moves, of course. Yes, clearly. Localization. <laughs> yep. Red Dead Redemption 2, you got quarter one, quarter two of this year. Um, yeah, I guess. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to purposely let the tumbleweed roll on this. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, no, no, I'm sure I for some good. reason, there's a lot of people that are way into that and super excited about yeah. it. I'm not that excited. I think it I'm will excited. definitely be really. It. It'll be one of the best games of the year, is my prediction. But I, I would be surprised if it wasn't, mm-hmm. and I'd be doubly surprised if it wasn't a ridiculous runaway success. <laughs> GTA was not clearly to that extent, yeah. but in in that vein. Mm. The thing is, I would rather Red Dead Redemption 2 um, hold the crown than GTA 5. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll see. But I mean, also, the, the protagonist is kind of like a seeming like a bad guy at the, from what we have so far. So, it may be back, like, it may have taken away what Red Dead 1 ex- excelled at. It's not Red Dead 1, Red Dead Redemption uh, excelled at um, in having John Marston be such a likable hero. Um, so, mm-hmm. It may go back to the GTA way of having these actual criminals. Yeah, <laughs> I was refraining yeah. from using some worse words, but yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, John Marston was kind of a likable person. I mean, they are calling it Red Dead Redemption Two, so I'm, I'm guessing there's something going on. But I don't know. That doesn't. You're right. It doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to be likable. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, Shadow of the Colossus is coming out February 6th. We pretty much know how that one kind of goes, so we'll just have to see how good a job they do and what the controls actually work like. Well, um, the PS3, this is just like um, Akami. They had a PS3 HD version, and now they're probably going to mm-hmm. release it similar. But the thing is that this is Bluepoint porting, who are, as far as I can tell, the masters of HD ports. Yes. Um mm-hmm. In terms of they get the technical aspects like better than anyone else, they get the technical aspects just so refined. Um, and I don't know if there are gameplay changes in this one, are there? Uh, are there what gameplay changes in the Shadow of the Colossus PS4? I mean, 
essentially it's supposed to be the same game oh, just yes. basically updated they are supposed to be updating the controls uh-huh. but other than updating the controls themselves as far as i'm aware there's no n- new like mechanics or okay. anything so that could um, go down well obviously it was one of the it was considered one of the greatest games of all time uh, in its time um so it could go down very well but it also is one of those games that aged very badly in terms of the controls so that will be a big factor so hopefully that uh, turns out pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. Shenmue pretty three, well, Shenmue three is supposed to come out the second half of this year. Oh, huh? Shenmue! Yeah, you're excited about that, right? Oh yeah, all oh, Shenmue fans can't wait for that one. <laughs> Looking forward to to that eagerly, and we're still mm-hmm. hoping <clears throat> that uh, somebody might do a Shenmue one and two HD. Yeah, come on, That'd be really nice. Come there's, on, there's, just do it. <laughs> there, there's a big grouping on Twitter and everything asking for it, chasing for it, and no response from Sony. Could could they pull a surprise out of the out of the bag? I really hope so. I think that would be the best thing. But don't, for goodness sake, don't do this thing where you release the third game and then like a quarter later you release the previous two games. Because what is that? That's just that's everything. <laughs> It's irritating. Don't do that. Or, or they or they do that thing where like two months after the game is released, they release games one and two, but not three in the same bundle. Oh uh, yeah, because um, um, the the nonary games. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they did that. It's like the the nonary games released on Vita, and no, it released on like three DS or two DS. No, I mean regular DS, and then on Vita, and then the third game on PS4. So it's like just put them all on PS4, and they just messed up so much. The games were well made, but in terms of the releasing of it, messed up completely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, don't do that again. <laughs> Please, no. Uh, Skull and Bones is coming out in the second half of this year by uh, Ubisoft Singapore. I didn't know they had a Singapore studio, but that's cool. Cool. Good. Yep. Singapore. Uh, yeah. So hopefully it's good. I mean, I don't know that it's going to work out quite so well. Um, it, the, reaction the, was, the reaction to it was kind of tepid. Uh, okay. People didn't seem too enthused by it, and I can kind of agree like i enjoyed assassin's creed 4 yeah but i think unless you a large part of that was the boarding and being an assassin and all that kind of stuff mm. merged so i don't know how this is going to work i uh, know it's kind of it's interesting isn't it because you enjoy a little bit of that but whether there's enough there on its own also that yeah pretty repetitive after a while if, if but... that's all that you're doing yeah I, I can also see it getting kind of old yeah, you know, it depends what they, how they do it. You know what the big problem with uh, Skull and Bones is? What's that? They've announced that after Sea of Thieves has already been hyped so much. Yeah. It's like, you're in dangerous waters here. Definitely. I mean, a lot of people are are kind of stoked for the kind of fun and boisterous pirate adventure. Yeah. Rather than this dark and gloomy become a pirate commanding a fleet of ships yeah whatever it's kind of that realism which is a bit jarring at this point um, yeah mm-hmm. well that's so skull and bones bones is coming out well expected to come out the end of this year where sea of thieves is coming out in a few months so whether mm-hmm. if sea of thieves is, is a bit of a failure then skull of thrones would be on an excellent platform but if sea of thieves is very good then they'll be 
on, on an uphill struggle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, depending on the release date, if it releases like in a late fall slot, mm. I, I don't know that that would necessarily be a great idea for them, but it could be enough distance that it's a nice counterpoint yeah. that people can latch onto. Yeah. I don't, I'm, I don't know. I'm, wor- I'm concerned about that. I don't know, but we'll see. I agree. I yeah. agree. Soul Calibur 6 is coming out this year at some point, theoretically. Yeah, uh, by, by Project Soul. I'm very excited for that because, you know, Soul Calibur. <laughs> you play Soul Calibur still? I haven't played, uh, well, I mean, I played 2, 3, and 4. I didn't play 5. Yeah, same. Um, actually, I didn't so. even get to 4. <laughs> oh, no, I did have 4, yeah. actually. Sorry, I'd take that back. But it, it was so long ago. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which well, one I stopped playing that. Yeah. <laughs> I just ignored five. Yeah, I think a, a lot of people did, but I think it's been long enough and I'm kind of down for it. And it's going to be nice to mix it up because I feel like a lot of the fighting game games are sort of, I don't want to say copying each other, but like yeah. they've gotten so deep and competitive yeah. that I think something like Soul Calibur will be refreshing. Yeah. Uh, we've got. Vampire is coming out in the first half of this year by Don't Nod. Yeah. yeah. Don't Nod. Exactly. Most famously mm-hmm. known for Life is Strange. I, actually need, I need to finish the um, last two episodes of the other one, which was actually made by someone else, wasn't it? But uh, yeah, when are they yes. going to get on and do oh. Life is Strange 2? Oh, I need to add that to my, to my list. I forgot about I don't. I don't know that they will. Um, I mean, they did... Uh, what was that first game? Uh, remember me, yeah. and then they did. Which I loved. I thought uh, it was an underrated is, gem. Yeah, and then yeah. there was Life is Strange, and now they're moving on to this. And I, I wonder if they really, if they are that kind of studio that just they have an idea, they do it, and then they move on to the next thing, and they do that. I think they. Well, no, I think they've said that that there is a Life is Strange too. Yeah, I think so. They did it on okay. one of their developer blogs, but um, they wouldn't give um, a date or anything. So. They would do well mm. to take their time and and make it yeah. polished because they're not like a Telltale kind of situation. Although I suppose we didn't cover in the news that Telltale has said that they're going to change their attitudes and uh, do things mm. a bit more carefully rather than rushing everything out as they do. So, um, yeah, like, like, I was trying to play Back to the Future for for trophies for the Twelve Days of Christmas, and it just kept crashing on me. Yeah, in fairness, that game is ancient. <laughs> Yeah, I no, but I mean, it's well, I guess it is a little bit old, but I mean, it predates their <laughs> success. They were basically a small indie studio at that time, okay. Yeah, but I mean, games that just randomly crash. I mean, I don't know, I thought <laughs> constantly, constantly crash for seemingly no reason. I don't know, but I mean, That's I thought we'd gotten past that in like the, this gen or the last gen. Anyway, yeah, uh, we've got one last game on the list. It's going to be Yakuza Six, yeah, uh, coming out March twentieth. Mm. So, if you're a Yakuza fan, you've got more of that to look forward to. Uh, maybe I'll jump in. You know, I always, I feel like I always say that whenever somebody's talking about Yakuza, I'm like, you know, I need to just jump in and mess around with it and just see what the hell is everybody's on about. Uh, but then I never actually do. I was because I'm not that interested. But it's like GTA in Japan. I'm being really crude about it, but 
it's, it's, it's Sleeping Dogs. Surely you enjoy Sleeping Dogs. I actually didn't play it. What? Come on. Uh, that was I one of the best open world games, action open world. I, I feel like Yakuza 6 is a B tier, like old Japanese crime movie. Uh, wait, first of all, Japanese crime movies, the more like low tier they are, the better they are. Secondly, <laughs> um, um, secondly, like Yakuza was very small around, uh, I think three or four was very small. Whereas five, it got recognition and it got an actual like, re- yeah, Western release. And that after that, that's when they kicked off with like zero. Um, and so they have some traction now they have more budget um, and they're actually bothering to bring things to the West. Although having said that, when you mentioned uh, number six, I was thinking, wait, I'm sure that's already out. It came out 2016 in Japan. Japan. Um, yeah. Um, so 2016 in Japan, 2018 in the West, Thanks, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like, what did you send it by snail mail? Like, to the moon and back? <laughs> yeah. Like, we could have got that here a lot sooner. <laughs> okay. I mean, if we weren't doing it worthy. It got, it got translated by, by way of China. Someone did a tattoo on <laughs> someone and he did it on the next person and it had to come like that way slowly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so that's coming out. There are a couple, uh, there are a couple more games that we are interested in and I don't know, maybe we'll hear something. I'm not really sure. You've got, um, cyberpunk 2077. That's just like whispers in the wind. Yeah. We're not hearing a whole lot about it, but it's also been quite a while. So, I don't know, maybe uh, there's uh, Beyond Good and Evil, which uh, I seem to like Wikipedia has it listed as 2018, I think. But like I couldn't find a, like a, an actual source for that. Mm. And that doesn't seem like that game is coming out in 2018. They haven't really like committed to it. So it's yeah. one of these ones we can hope 2018, but we're not really like the last few years we've been hoping it would be the year. but you know <laughs> yeah uh final fantasy 7 they said 2018 at the earliest um but i think they said that kingdom hearts 3 is going to come out first which means that the final Neither fantasy 7 will never come out that's what it means that basically <laughs> yeah i don't even believe that kingdom hearts 3 is coming out this year so uh, if if final fantasy 7 came out next year i'd probably be surprised yeah, uh, and then you've got uh, the Last of Us Two uh, is coming at some point. Um, uh, some people are thinking that it might actually come out this year. Um, I think they're probably going to hold it until next year, give it plenty of room to breathe, especially if they still think that Days Gone is going to come out this year. Um, uh, I mean, as much as I hyped up Days Gone, that's not a rival. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> No, that's true. But I, I do think that it's still going to, I, I think that they are both big enough games that they could cannibalize. My yeah, share. If you were buying in the genre, you might not buy to- both. Um, yeah. I, I think it's just, you know, it, you put too many games of that scale in one area and you just kind of end up having issues. So, and, and realistically, I think, the the difference between the expectations for the last of us two and days gone is one of those like 
Mario and Wolfenstein for me, where it's like the, the Last of Us Two is coming out, then yeah. that's that's what you're going to be playing. You know, <laughs> whether there's other stuff coming out or not, even if they're not similar. I mean, that's a good comparison because when Mario Odyssey and Wolfenstein Two released on the same day, um, the expectations were different. Like Mario Odyssey, people were like game of the year contender the last of us 2 will obviously be a game of the year contender and Mm. days gone may not be but at the same time it may be like wolfenstein extremely good so if that happens i mean win for everybody so yeah i mean that's still way to go days gone (laughs) yeah um and then uh, i think the last thing is going to be uh oh sorry two more uh you got ghost of uh tsushima yeah I really you don't know when that's coming out. I really doubt I it's really, coming out. I'm looking forward to that more than yeah. I can describe. And then uh, finally, uh, Spelunky Two uh, is was announced and is theoretically coming at some point, but we don't actually know when it's coming. So, Tsushima, by the way, is the next like AAA game from Sucker, from Punch, Sucker Punch, the makers yeah. of Infamous, uh, Second Son, and so on. So, yeah, yeah, that name I'm not a huge fan of. For some reason, there's just something about Ghost of Tsushima that is just like not clicking. I'm just not retaining I, that name. I think it only works, and it begins to work once you pair it with the imagery of it. So, exactly. especially the trailer they showed, you've got this. Um, this like heroic samurai armor clad um, character, but in like a shady, like destroyed battlefield. And he's just standing there. Like it's kind of like, well, I was about to compare it to rise. Then I thought that's like a very bad um, comparison, but he's like standing there, like um, defeated, but undefeated. And um, Mm -hmm. with the story of Tsushima being like a historical event, um, which I, some people may know more about than others, but the way that the, the sort of story of it is basically defeated, but not defeated kind of thing. So um, mm-hmm. if you pair that imagery and then you, you take the fact that they're going to do like a mystical thing with it. Cause I think, I think that I don't know much about the plot, but from what I understand, it's like the main character is killed and then he becomes this like supernatural ghost that fights. Um, in which case, um, they have a lot of license to make that action game really actiony. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm definitely that is looking pretty cool. Yeah. All right, so that's the uh, the end of the list. I'm sure we probably forgot something, despite how long that list was. Um, so let yeah. us know what you think, what you're interested in. Uh, it's time for the PS Plus games. Uh, the these are already out. They came out last week, but uh, they are certainly worth mentioning because uh some of them are definitely things you should get uh so for ps4 you've got uh deus ex mankind divided and batman the telltale series which is the season one of that um franchise or whatever you want to call it yeah well i guess i guess series right series would be correct so that's going to be the the first season of that uh ps3 you've got sacred three and the book of unwritten tales And then PS Vita, which has crossed by with PS4 on both of these. You've got Psychopaths, Mandatory Happiness, and Uncanny Valley. Huh? And then PSVR, you've got Starblood Arena, which was supposed to be quite good, from what I understand. Yeah. It's a lot of good games this month, actually, but um, they're kind of, well, not necessarily niche, but they're kind of like you have to want 
to play them before you even can be interested. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of. But, uh, you know, hey, a Deus Ex game for free. That's a, that's yeah. a lot of value in that. And <laughs> I would recommend playing uh, Batman Telltale. Um, because it's the kind of thing, even if you're not certain, just play the first. First of all, who doesn't know Batman as a character? So like, it's not like mm-hmm. um, saying, oh, will I enjoy Game of Thrones or will I enjoy um, Borderlands? It's like Batman, you know what's going on. So if you play the first episode, it's like an hour. Well, yes. And then you'll know if you're in or you're not. You say that. However, they do mix things up a little bit with the traditional Batman formula. So Yeah. That so, yeah, that's not what I meant is not that it's predictable, no, but you can hit the ground running and you won't have to be confused mm. playing the first hour. Yeah, I would definitely recommend jumping in on that, uh, as have a lot of people uh, in our popular trophies. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, so today, the top 50 most popular trophies this week on truetrophies.com. January the 9th. Um, it's uh, it's a new year, new chart. Um, quite a brief one, actually, as well. Um, we've got four games. So we'll start as we always do at the bottom and work our way up. At spot number four is everyone's favourite, Horizon Zero Dawn. Spot 47, follow Roast's teachings. Again, 139 wins. Still just clinging on there. Doesn't want to go. Like, mm. um, like leftover turkey from christmas or yeah i mean or, or so, ham is it i don't know whichever <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah the, the last the last episode which was last month it was in spot 49 and it was the same trophy and it was still also the only trophy from that game on the list hanging about yeah mm-hmm. it's it's frozen yeah. yeah, I was thinking of making a pun out of that, and I decided no one should make a pun out of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, moving on. Uh, number three, Assassin's Creed Origins. At spot 34, Trophy the Sea, 164 wins and 15 other trophies in the top 50. Still good solid showings up from fourth place, but uh, down from spot 17, so jiggling about there, but um, still going strong. Still quite popular in the chart. Mm-hmm. I expect it should uh, should probably still be around for a bit, unless um, too many PS Plus titles push it out. Speaking of which, we go to spot number two with Deus Ex Mankind Divided, which is the first of uh, PS Plus titles to sneak in on the chart. Mm-hmm. Uh, spot 32, uh, Sing No Swan Song. Try saying that. Yeah, right. started drinking. 199 wins or oh, just one off there uh, plus one other trophy in the top 50 mm-hmm. yeah that's actually a missable trophy uh, well not well it's kind of missable yeah so um, it it comes from uh, saving a, a certain character in it like at the end of chapter one basically um, so uh, 200 people have been uh, been good uh, boys and girls this month <laughs> Checking out those solution guides. Good, good. Uh, yeah. yeah. Which takes us to number one spot this week. Batman the Telltale Series. Spot number one. Trophy welcome to Gotham. <laughs> 1,016 wins. You never come back to Gotham. Plus 30 others. Sorry. Yeah, welcome that's... Gotham. Yeah, I can't people, do it. People are really way, way into Batman right now. What? Well, yeah. 
Yeah, I can't. So there's a th- over a thousand wins on the Batman yeah. trophy and only 200 on no, the Deus Ex trophy, even though they're both PS yeah. Plus. Yeah. Yeah. Plus 30 other trophies. You had to go and like, knock it out of 200, yeah. didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> um, Batman so basically, Deus Ex is like a AAA game. So Yeah, I think it's um, it's probably every single trophy in the game because <clears throat> it's usually six trophies per chapter and five chapters i think so you've got 30 trophies plus the platinum mm. yeah and so the, yeah the, the entire top of the list is just all batman wow. all batman all time and i don't think it's going to get dethroned anytime soon because there is nothing coming out this week <laughs> that's not entirely fair yeah. i just don't know what any of these games are i'm literally i'm just going to list them real quick just because you're just going to be like scratching your head you've got uh the count lucanor energy yeah. invasion happy drummer ps4 little red lie planet base plocks neon sort of fortress sorry sort of fortress the on an anomism on anamusum okay <laughs> sort of fortress whatever yeah. uh, that's, <laughs> okay. that's the end of the list that's that's what's coming out this week uh, wow. okay so just keep saying the last one 10 times <laughs> i struggle yeah. to pronounce it yeah, yeah. try to say uh-huh. it 10 different but ways mm. that that list needs filler no it's fine yeah. um it doesn't need to be a big. Uh, I think that first uh, game was something uh, note noteworthy, but I don't know that it would be remarkable. Yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Um, Little red lie, maybe it's um, basically all about just telling lies. So I guess that could be interesting, but mm-hmm. who knows? I mean, I have never heard of any of these, but it doesn't mean they won't be good games. I'm sure some people will play them. Maybe if there is a good one in here, we'll find out one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what have you guys been up to? What have you been playing? Uh, let's go first. Um, well, I'll, I'll just quickly go. But I guess after the um, the trials and tribulations of the twelve days of Christmas TT challenge, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, how did that go for you? By the way, I was good. I I managed to get it done in the end, and I managed. I wanted to go into it with a few sort of rules for myself, which is a Really, really, really avoid buying any new games to do it. Uh, the only time I did that before was buying um, uh, one game for X in the alphabet of the alphabet challenge. Uh-huh. So I really didn't want to do that. But actually, that was a good game. Actually, that was mm-hmm. a good recommendation. Um, yeah. By Extreme Phobia. So um, my that was that was good. I enjoyed that one. Was, um, but I really wanted to avoid that if I could make use of my backlog. Um, well, that's part of the fun too, isn't it? Yeah, and if possible, try and do games that I'd already started, was already on. Mm-hmm. Uh, but unfortunately, I had to I had to use a couple of um, ones that are on the on the backlog that I hadn't started yet, just uh, just to mm-hmm. ease me through the the final the twelfth day one, which I think a lot of people uh, struggled with. Yeah, uh, one mm-hmm. one false move and you can really mess yourself up with that one. Um, but yeah, no, I managed to do it, which was quite cool. Uh, I think the five gold trophies uh, held me up the longest um, out of them. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I got there in the end and been doing a been playing the um, the Lego games. I went back and did um, 
the old superheroes on PlayStation 3 to get a couple of trophies for it. I'd finished it on PS4, so went back to do it on, on PS3. I do I do like my Lego Marvel games, um, superheroes and Avengers. Um, so and then, of course, I picked up superheroes 2 Lego uh, for Christmas, and um, it, it's different, but it's, it's still quite good enjoying it. So, um, yeah, I... Uh, started it so i need to need to spend some more time on that one sweet all right prince what have you been up to uh i've been playing two uh two games that are newsworthy i guess one being what we talked about um deus ex mankind divided um the triple a game from playstation plus this uh this week so i mean as we can see only like 200 people on the site have earned that trophy in the past week so maybe a lot of people are on the fence about it haven't decided to play it yet so you know if you uh if you like the sound of it maybe you'll give it a go um how much do you know about the game is it hard i always had the impression it was quite hard which is why i didn't do you mean like the gameplay or the trophies both (laughs) um so the gameplay so when you first start, you've got a choice of three difficulties. Um, so if you prefer to take it a bit easy, um, you can start on the lower difficulty. Um, there's a new game plus option. So you could like get um, XP from your first run and then have another run, which will be even easier because you have more upgrades. Um, but okay. there is a trophy in the game uh, for playing on the hardest difficulty, which you can't do through new game plus. Um, so from a trophy Ooh. perspective, that would be tougher. Um, the trophies also require um, uh, like a stealthy playthrough, uh, so of not being spotted, and also a pacifist playthrough, uh, so not killing anyone. Um, but uh, most guides do recommend, well, not recommend, they do say that an option is to do your last playthrough as the hardest difficulty, um, never be spotted, and don't kill anything. So basically, you you go through the whole thing, which means you don't get shot at a lot, so you don't have to worry about health or enemy strength. Um, and you can just kind of um, sweep up all the trophies with that playthrough. Um, also, that play that difficulty is not unlocked from the beginning, so you do have to play a, a run anyway. Um, so the difficulty is not too bad. Um, you can also follow a guide for that playthrough, like a video guide. It would yeah. just be like, go from this cover to this cover, like use this item here. Like it will make step it by step. basically a walk in the park in terms of actual difficulty. So if you're willing to do that, difficulty hmm. is like very low. Okay. And in terms of the gameplay um, of your first playthrough, you can do it with no guide. You can do it on easy or normal um, and just play your own way. You can play as like stealth. You can play as hacker. You can play as like shooting. And anyway, I'm sure you'll find a way through, um, like because you're not you worried about perfecting it on your first run, so you just enjoy it. Mm, okay. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. And then you've been playing another game. Yeah. Um, the other one is um, it's called Tiny Metal. Um, so I I think we mentioned the news. Um, we did. when Sony's music uh sony music entertainment um announced their new unites uh sorry unties label i every time it's like a freudian thing i keep saying that wrong but anyway like um the unties label uh which is their sort of cross-platform publishing 
so Sony is publishing on other platforms through this label. Um, so Tiny Metal is one of the first ones, if not the first one. And it's the one that is very similar to Advance Wars. Um, and obviously... Which has drawn a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah, because there's been no Advance Wars game for far too long. And there's not even been a comparable game, if we're honest. I mean, the closest thing we, that any platform has had is Fire Emblem, and that's, again, only on handhelds. Uh, mm-hmm. So this Tiny Metal gives people the option to play at home or on the go. Um, and uh, it's the reviews for it have been pretty good. Uh, it's flawed, I would say, but it is um, basically an indie game, um, and the price is not full. Well, actually, it's kind of expensive-ish, but it's not too expensive. Um, yeah, I'd say it's it's um, worth a look if you like turn-based strategy games. Uh, for people that haven't played Advance Wars, maybe um, some people in here have, have grown up on PS3 and PS4. Um, it's like a grid-based, um, turn-based strategy game um, where you create basic military units. Um, I suppose a similar game on PlayStation would be uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lions. Again, that's a bit old, <laughs> but um, um, some may know it. Yeah, I'd say uh, yeah. worth a look. Sounds yeah. good. I, I, I'm i going to put it on my list, uh-huh. but obviously we know how those lists are. Yeah, go. well, 2025, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, one day when we invent um, time-stopping technology or something. Yeah. Uh, so... I finally finished up Shadow of War. I got the platinum. Woo! Um, for the last, the last part of the game was really super grindy. So I ended up uh, dropping the difficulty mm-hmm. down. And once I did that, it was no longer grindy, which is kind of strange. Yeah. <laughs> um, at, at that point, I was capable of just like plowing through. Um, you know, whatever the next battle was, I just kind of plowed through that. And at that point, I ended up on a on an exper- experience treadmill that kept me uh-huh. going. Um, so I almost despaired and I almost just threw my hands up and was like, you know what, I'm done. Or at some point I'll come back to this and chip away at it or something. But cause it, it seemed like with the way it was going, it was going to take me another like 30 hours or something. But once I managed to work that out, it actually only took me maybe another four or five hours. Good. good. So, so you're close to, uh, so I finished that getting your platinum. Oh no. I oh, okay. Good. I, I, Got that all finished up now. So yeah. it was a uh, the the trophies outside of the main campaign are actually pretty easy to get. So that that was not a particularly tough platinum outside of completing the main story. Good. Uh, and then I I uh, have jumped back into Final Fantasy IX because uh, it's one of my favorite games, and basically life and work and whatever has been super stressful. So it's been kind of a nice game to just kick back and. Uh, mess around with and you know kind of not think too much like i kind of have an idea of where i'm going i'm familiar with everything so it's been kind of a nice way to uh chill out and have a good time yeah i do have to say uh the the ps4 version is pretty cool uh does yeah it's so it's got a bunch of boosts just like the final fantasy seven re-release uh that speed up time and make combat a little bit easier and um there's a no encounters setting which is pretty cool so if you're just want to kind of run from point a to point b you might end up a little bit under leveled but you can just keep plowing through without 
endless um, encounters. <laughs> but Final, Final Fantasy IX generally wasn't too bad for that. Eight honestly, kind of bad the, for that. Huh? Eight, uh, Final Fantasy VIII was kind of bad for that. You just trying to yes. cross a field, an open field, and you just keep having to like grind through these random battles. Yeah, yeah, and so they um, they also added the the speed speed boost mm-hmm. um in final fantasy 7 it was a three time boost i think this is a five time boost oh. uh which makes it actually kind of difficult to control because <laughs> you're you're just like shooting around you you enter a screen and you can literally fly through it in under like two seconds mm-hmm. uh and it's it's a little bit unwieldy uh but i also think that that interferes with your um random encounters anyways because like i could blaze through like certain areas that i've are that i'd already gone through like i could just shoot through like five or six screens with no encounters yeah. so i think that kind of messed things up um but there's also like uh a 9999 mode so you can just like one hit almost everything in the game there are some super things that like crank your uh characters all the way up to 99 which if you activate those it invalidates all the trophies so no, no fun with that but it's a pretty awesome way to go back to that game. And they did actually update like the uh, character models a little bit. Um, so they don't look quite as grainy, which is kind of nice. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think that's just about it. We can do I, have uh, the, uh, then can I, I may have slightly undersold Deus Ex. So I'll keep it brief. Um, yeah, sure. Uh, although the gameplay is good, probably one of the other major appeals of the game is the, um, like the universe. Um, mm-hmm. it's like a sci-fi dystopia, of course. And, um, it's like, um, it's, it's a little, it's actually very political. The the series is very political, but it's not, um, real politics. So you don't have to worry about that. It's like sci-fi politics. Um, they've got these, uh, augmented people and the regular people. And there's like a, a sort of conflict between the two and each is just trying to find their place in society. So the first game had more of a, um, a theme of the augmented being superior. Should you or should you not? Yeah. yeah. So you've got these, like the rich people are becoming superior in that game and the the poor people are left behind. They can't afford to get augments. So they're going to be left behind. And then in the second game, there's like the pivot is that the augmented have fallen. And now the augmented people are the ones who are shunned, who are like tainted and, and um, unapproachable. And the, the regular people are like pure and they're the originals. And um, so you've got a reversal and like a, this division, which is kind of flipped on its head. And so it pursues all those, but it then gives you choice of how to interact. And um, it's not quite as deep as Mass Effect was, but um, you, you do have a lot of choice in conversations and how you approach things dynamically through the gameplay. Like, do you kill people? Do you sneak up and like, they never know you were there? Or do you, do you go in there like a sweet talking angel and get your way that way? And so on. So, yeah. So if you're feeling existential, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a very good series worth, worth checking out and seeing if at least there's something that you, do you like out of it? Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, we have some stats from the 12 Days of Christmas. I'm just going to give you the highlights. Um, So we had 608 registrations. Um, We had 149 people actually complete the challenge, which is pretty good. Uh, It was kind of a tough challenge, which comes out to 24.5%. Nice. Um, That's a good rate. Right. Yeah, the the first person to finish it was the guy Tom who finished it. Uh, I think that's 
three hours and 28 minutes after the 12th challenge was revealed. Um, The most common, commonly used trophy was actually Skadoosh in (laughs) Kung Fu Panda. Your favorite. uh, With, with a total of 20 unlocks. So not particularly high, all things considered. Uh, but 20 not, people not, out of the that many people got it. Yeah, I was thinking of yeah. how many people finished it, but not necessarily any people that finished it. Right. Uh, top 10 games by number of trophies uh, were Rocket League, Game of Thrones, a Telltale series, uh, Tales from the Borderlands, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Goat Simulator, Saints Row 4 Reelected, Uncharted 4 Thief's End, Worms Battleground, Forma 8, and Minecraft PlayStation 4 Edition. Um, and then let's see. So the most common trophy per game used was actually my name is Mayo one game completion. (laughs) Um, and then the number of people that completed each challenge obviously tapered. It started at one game completion uh, at 404 and then, uh, obviously ended up at, uh, 12, the 12th day, 149. That was a total of 373,000 total XP and a total of 569 TT score. Um, so and then, I suppose um, 404 people beat the first day. So only 404 people yes. like woke up and started. But out of yes. those 404, 149 finished it. All twelve days, which is which is even great, more great, great. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of commitment. So, uh, so does that mean there's there's two hundred and four people that registered, saw the first challenge, or like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I probably registered, and then I just didn't have time. <laughs> uh, you're guilty. You're one of them. Yeah, I'm I'm one of them. You're, you're uh, adding to that count. <laughs> So I'll, I'll put the link in so you, you guys can take a look at the stats because it's just kind of a fun thing to check out. Um, just a quick reminder, AGDQ is going on. Awesome games done quick. So uh, if you have time, you can check that out and maybe donate so you can uh, contribute to a good cause. Um, other than that, thanks for joining us. Uh, it's great to be back. Um, hopefully we'll be back next week, but we'll we'll see because my schedule is a little bit weird uh, okay. next week. Well, so, in the meantime, yeah, but, let us know in the comments what you're looking forward to, 2018. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Definitely uh, want to hear more can, about that. You can follow us on YouTube, on the site. You can subscribe, uh, rate us on iTunes, on Google Play. Follow us at True Trophies on Mega Brand Zero. Ace is Ace Solo in the cloud. Thanks for joining us, and we will see you soon. Have fun. Bye. See you around. Take care.